Hey guys, before we begin our next episode, a quick word from our sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. I know that's got you already free. And there's creation tools within it that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. You don't got a computer? Hey, you could do it right from your phone. That's right. Create a podcast with just your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more anywhere. They do it all for you. Plus, not enough. You can make money off of creating your own free podcast with no minimum listenership. So what else do you want? Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, your boy Frankie again. Uh, Welcome to another episode of uh, Before the Scrap. Today we're doing things a little bit different since there's not much news flows. Uh, Everything is pretty much known of. Uh, We got uh, some noise from the uh, EA Sports UFC 4 game. Uh, Maybe go into it a bit later. I might have given a more in-detail review if someone, EA Sports, um, would have actually sent me the beta so uh today uh, we're doing a q a uh question submitted by uh, some of the followers on instagram and listeners of the before the scrap podcast you can submit your questions uh, for the q a uh, look for uh, be on the lookout for the ig story requesting your questions it's uh, going to be at before underscore the underscore uh scrap underscore podcast so it's underscore between every word before the scrap podcast it's in the description on here on the podcast profile on spotify or whichever preferred platform you use so to not make things complicated check it out in the description it's before the scrap podcast underscore between every words so uh let's get it i got some shout outs at the end of the episode so stay tuned All right, I'm a bit excited here. So this is our first ever q and I'm surprised I actually received questions. So uh, the first question is sent by Instagram user Liam Helen. That's Liam underscore Helen, L-I-A-M underscore H-E-L-L-E-N. Give my guy a follow. He's having an album dropping tomorrow. I'll have more information on that tomorrow. So. You can follow my guy or check his Instagram. Uh, his question is, favorite fighter? Mm. My favorite fighter is no longer active. Uh, my favorite fighter of all time is uh, Nick Diaz. Uh, Nick Diaz is my favorite fi- fighter because I think he laid out the blueprint of how to be a fighter's fighter, a real fighter. You know, every fighter is obviously going to tell you i'm not afraid of anyone give me whoever you want next i'll fight anyone anywhere but that's more so it's turned more so into a script a mandatory thing every fighter has to say so he can get fights and win the crowd over but it just doesn't sound it doesn't come off authentic um to some people and from people and nick didn't even have he was a character but um involuntarily because that was just him being real 
he he was real he was just business he never wanted to talk he just wanted to get in the cage and and kick some ass and in my opinion he made bjj i'm not going to say entertaining because i was always entertained by it but he made it cool to scramble on the ground and break someone's arm uh, people would be excited and people would actually fear nate's uh, jujitsu um nick excuse me nick's jujitsu and i don't know it was just so cool that he could entertain you on the feet with those <laughs> flurries of punches just half strength never putting it all all the strength into them but it was just a flurry of non-stop volume and it would wear you out and then suddenly you would take him down and uh, oh bad decision he's gonna take your arm home that, that was really cool and just uh the brother relationship between him and Nate it's so cool to see um like you tell him what do you think about Nate like, that's my baby brother uh that admiration and love is just so cool to see you can you can relate to him a lot um and he was never in good terms with the UFC and I think that affected his career a lot but it was cool he was like the stone cold steve austin of the ufc you know kind of an attitude era stone cold steve austin of the ufc like he didn't give a heck about his boston and like it was so it was sort of that scene going on he was like a stone cold steve austin and people just love rebellious characters they love seeing people go against and fight the power so yeah nick nick diaz is my favorite fighter all right so next question is sent in by instagram user charlie uh, mahone three i hope i'm not butchering your last name dude uh, that's C-H-A-R-L-I-E-M-A-H-O-N number three. Uh, this guy is a huge supporter. He's been amazing. He's spreading the word. This this guy is awesome. I want to have him on soon. He's cool. Go give my guy a follow. And his question is, Prime GSP versus Prime Silva. All right. So... A lot of people have a tough time answering this. Uh, it's not tough for me. I- I'd say Prime GSP. Why? Uh, take into fact that you can still argue GSP is in his prime right now. So that gives you a thought of a peace of mind of how strong his dedication to the sport is. Even though he's been having such a lack of activity, he came back four years later and submitted the count Michael Bisping and he faced adversity in the fight and and Silva obviously not in his prime but we're talking about prime versus prime but I just want to get that into uh, your head the dedication that this guy has to the sport not that Anderson was never dedicated to it but uh, GSP is a mental stud and well like I said I think Silva was hands down always the fighter you would always want to see. Always. Uh, that style, that 
crazy uh, crazy head movement uh, the unorthodox striking kicks out of nowhere highlight reel ending after highlight reel ending you you would always i i can get that i mean if gsp was fighting in one channel and silva was on the other you tune into silva's channel but back then i dare to say that you could get away with being a specialist at just one thing and you could have a good career and possibly be champion like silva's thing was his muay thai and his boxing right his stand-up and he got away with it for many years until he faced a top-notch wrestler and chris weidman and that was it and chris weidman has really neat boxing believe it or not and he's a stud on the ground that's when more well-rounded fighters started to show up they were masters at everything and that's what GSP is. GSP can box. He's got hands. He's got a mean jab. And he can wrestle his ass off. He's good in jujitsu. Uh, he, he's got it all. So I think he just checks a lot more boxes when it comes to being a complete fighter than Anderson Silva. And don't forget a similar wrestling style in Chell. Uncle Chell, the bad guy's son, and dominated. Uh, Anderson Silva for the whole five rounds and then he got submitted wait, wait no wait 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 scratch that what am I talking about Uncle Chael has never lost a fight even less around so I forget about that but y- you get it uh, I think he'd wrestle him into oblivion ground and pound and then submitted and well that's it uh, to answer a question I think Prime GSP would beat the brakes off Anderson Silva in any way possible. Alright, third question comes from Instagram user Kiran Fru. Again, I hope I'm not butchering your names. I'm terrible with names. That's K-I-E-R-A-N underscore F-R-E-W. Kiran Fu, go give my guy a follow on IG too. So, extends question, my guy. It's uh, name your favorite lightweight, welterweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight. Uh, all right, so let's get started. Uh, let's start uh, from lightest weight to heaviest weight. Uh, my favorite lightweight, I'm, I'm gonna sound like I'm hopping the bandwagon here, but Habib is my favorite lightweight. Um, first of all, because he's managed to make a stuffing, ground-based game not boring. I mean, people see Usman being dominant on the ground, they're like, oh, man, that's boring. But there's something about when Khabib or Habib, excuse me, is doing it, and it's just so awesome to see how he tangles the legs, how he's punching while he's transitioning, and just seeing his opponent, his opponent, so helpless. And he talks to him. That isn't that scary. How he's talking to you? Like, I'm sorry, but I, I smash you. I have to hurt you. That. It's so damn scary, but so awesome to watch as long as you're on the other side of the cage. And not even then you're safe because we've seen him jump out the cage before. 
and his humbleness is just so cool. Uh, he, he's humble, um, and Habib is a huge star right now. Um, he was already big because of his undefeated record, and like it or not, Connor made him even bigger with, with their fight. It just got so much media, and that rivalry is so full of hate and so real. Uh, you can never have that made by any production. And, you know, he's got that badass Russian image. We all know you don't mess with the Russian dude. But Dagestani dudes like Habib. I mean, what's in the water over there? They're just getting fighter after fighter, top class after top class fighter out of there. Like uh, Zabit and his his cousins. Man, those, those guys are scary. And I, I like that uh, um, even though he has... Uh, he doesn't have English as his primary language. He's not afraid of the mic. And even though there's a few bumps here and there in his grammar skills, he's really good on the mic. He's he's awesome on the mic. He, he can definitely work with what he's got on the mic. And, well, an undefeated fighter is always going to be followed and admired. And, man, the, the, that's just it. I, I love everything about Habib in and out of the cage. Uh, that's maybe my favorite current active fighter. But to end your first part of your question, uh, Kiran Fru, uh, Habib is my favorite lightweight. Now, uh, moving on to uh, welterweight. My favorite welterweight, I feel he's a bit under the radar lately. He's getting back in there. Uh, Wonderboy uh, Stephen Thompson is my favorite uh, welterweight. And why? Because he's so aesthetically pleasing to see. Uh, it's just awesome uh, seeing his his style as soon as you see his fight stance and the kicks. It's like you would see in a movie. That karate-based combat is as if you turned on Jean-Claude Van Damme. And you see all those highly coordinated kicks, the precision. It's like he's taken out of a movie, honestly. Um, it's so pleasing to see. And that guy's just so nice. Like... <laughs> It's, it's crazy how he's so nice and it's believable. Like, you see some people being nice and you're like, nah, dude, stop. <laughs> it, it reminds me sort of of, of Sage Northcutt. You, remember how nice that guy was? And that guy looked like Goku. He was scary to see, but he was just so, so nice, uh, almost in a creepy way, but you knew it was genuine. That, that's Wonderboy, too. And he was so close to being champ and was number one contender for such a long time and he just beat the brakes out of uh, what's his name the guy that broke Mike Perry's nose uh, Luque Vicente or Vicente Luque excuse me and that guy is a stud he has a rock for a head he has an iron chin granite chin but he pieced him up he, he couldn't even get near him and I, I think one of the Woody fights was extremely close. Uh, they were really good fights. And I think that guy's got to have some gold strapped around his waist. I heard Masvidal said if he won the title, he'd give him a shot. Him or Nate. I think that's a fight to make right now. Uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Masvidal going against uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. So that's my favorite welterweight. Now we're uh, moving on to uh, middleweights. Let's see, my favorite middleweight, I uh, had to say, is Darren Till. Dar Darren the, the Gorilla <laughs> Till. Uh, it's because I like him so much, that middleweight. I think he finally found his weight. 
I, I'd say he was easily dropping 40, 45 pounds to make um, welterweight. That guy was draining himself. It was like cheating, and he would hydrate and be this huge monster, this huge gorilla, like his uh, nickname suits him. Man, he, he was huge, and now he looks a lot healthier, and he can obviously perform a lot better at middleweight. And he came into the weight class making a statement against Kevin Gaston, the guy who had just fought a five-round absolute war with Israel Adesanya. And, man, and he made it look easy, honestly. It didn't look close. He he made a statement and easily won against uh, Kevin Gaston. And he sort of reminds me of, of Bisping. I think that's what the UFC is going for uh, with him. Just a badass with a really dirty mouth. His mouth is so disrespectful, but he can back it up and he'll knock out anyone that gets in front of him and continue talking that trash. And and he's like the worst troll ever. Uh, that guy has broken Mike Perry. Somebody has to help my guy, Mike Perry. He broke him. Uh, I mean, going out of order to make a website and uh, yeah, he probably bought a domain it wouldn't surprise me if you bought the uh, mike perry is a bum.com <laughs> domain and he's just so funny man his page is hilarious the memes and photoshopping his face into everyone else's body <laughs> he's just so funny and i find him uh so uh relatable too as a person because uh, at one point he wasn't afraid to say that he was afraid before fights that he would get nervous and he said every fighter is scared before a fight and if they don't it's lies and he said something uglier about him trying to keep this family friendly and that was just so awesome to hear from a badass like that knowing that he gets scared in his everyday situation just makes you feel better about yourself i thought that was that was pretty cool and when he was giving his first shot at the title i thought he was too young uh too green in the sport and i know he's gonna nail it next time he's given the shot so uh, darren till is my favorite middleweight and uh lastly light heavyweight Phew, you got me going through the whole roster dude uh light heavyweight i know i'm gonna get some backlist for this but my favorite light heavyweight is john jones um he was way before and he still is right now i simply think he's the best he's the best the sport has ever seen it was thanks to him that we saw these awesome changes in mma these creative striking finishes creative submissions and it's thanks to him that we started thinking about dream fights or super fights wanting to get him in a cage at all costs against Anderson Silva and he still has competitive fights against the new generation I think the new generation has caught up to him or maybe he's just so used to winning time after time that he's not motivated and has lost some of that creativeness in his fighting style but he's still giving out competitive fights and he came after the layoff and knocked out well it was a TKO but he's made easy work out of uh, Gustafsson and Gustafsson is a stud he's one of the best to ever do it at light heavyweight too even though he's never gotten the strap around his waist um, on his 
pictograms or pictograms as as they really are. He's he beat DC twice. Uh, who has the honor of saying that? And man, uh, that was amazing. Uh, he does have a few problems, but then again, who, who doesn't? I mean, I have my skeletons in my closets, but um, thank God you don't know about them because I'm not how famous as John Jones is. I mean, John Jones could, I don't know, do anything and it'll be on the media. But, um, and I just think people, right now, he's lost that wave of views that he used to bring in. But he still has a significant amount of fans tuning in because I think a lot of people tune in to watch him lose more than see him to really see him fight. So he's stuck in this kind of a Floyd Mayweather position where you knew it wasn't going to be an awesome fight, but you just tuned in for the sake of possibly watching him lose. So John Jones is my favorite light heavyweight. Uh, a last question. It is from MMA Marks. That's MMA underscore Marks. M A R K S. Uh, he's this dude's got a podcast. He was really uh, he was nice enough to actually answer my DM. I was asking for some help with uh, or advice with my production or any opportunities, and he gave me some really cool advice along with some other MMA pages that I'll shout out in the future. Uh, <laughs> his question is uh, because he saw my gamer tag in in the uh, in my bio, but I haven't specified if it's Xbox or PlayStation. So he asked first question: uh, PlayStation or Xbox? <laughs> and I told him my guilty pleasure is Xbox. I'm a Microsoft geek. I'm a Bill Gates uh, geek. Um, yeah, well, that's it. I'm, I'm an Xbox user. So uh, anyone who wants to scrap in EA UFC 3 or any game that we might coincide in owning, um, that it's Spatial Cactus uh, 26. It's in my bio. Uh, you can check it out and send me an invite. We could chat. I got the headset. I've been chatting with a few of you already. And well, yeah, I'm an Xbox dude. And those are all the questions, man. Uh, I have a few shout outs. Stay tuned. All right, people, now we got some shout outs. And uh, my mistake, I forgot to mention it on the previous segment. Uh, I give MMA underscore Marks, MMA Marks podcast a follow to. Great stuff, uh, great content. Uh, now, shout outs. Well, let's include MMA Marks in the shout outs now that we're at it. Uh, awesome podcast. Give them a listen, please. Um, second shout out is to MMA Brain. That's MMA underscore Brain on Instagram. They make some hilarious MMA memes. They're the funniest ones I've seen so far. Uh, honestly, go. <laughs> you'll have surely a laugh or two or three. It's an awesome page. Shout out. That's MMA Brain and Instagram. MMA underscore Brain. Second one is to my guy Evans MMA underscore zero four. That's E V A N S M M A underscore zero four. Uh, his name is uh, London Evans. This guy has been awesome supporting the podcast and the Instagram page. So this is London Evans, 16 years old. He trains at a gym at South End, and he's going to be in some 
hugely important combat events taking place in the London Troxy venue. He's been uh, training MMA now, mixed martial arts for two years, and he's an awesome stand-up fighter. Go give him a follow and check him out. Uh, third shout out is for my guy Darren Rose1124. That's D-A-R-R-E-N underscore R-O-S-E-1124. Uh, this guy, uh, Darren Rose, is a boxer. He's actually a national server glove champion. And he's uh, training out of Scorpion Fighting System in Michigan. And this guy also trains uh, Muay Thai and BJJ. Uh, this dude's got hands, man. Uh, let's keep an eye on this dude. Uh, he spars and trains with uh, various UFC fighters and a lot of amateur MMA fighters, too. So uh, this guy has got the a good curriculum going on so far give my guy a follow and well that's pretty much it remember uh, be on the lookout for announcements on more Q&A questions uh, you can submit your questions to before the scrap podcast Instagram page that's before the scrap podcast underscore between each word um, you can find the IG name in the description of this podcast and make sure to tune in to every episode I would really appreciate it follow the instagram page uh, spread the word it, it really helps out guys uh, that's pretty much it be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode of before the scrap before ufc fight night uh really cool card uh the main event is going to be a scrap that's an epic stand-up battle uh, I, I got cater in case i haven't made any mistakes besides there was one fight so if you want to win some money without me taking responsibility for any loss of monies. I got I got Cater, man. Those guys' hands are smooth and neat. I think they're one of the best hands in all of USC right now. So I, I'm pumped, man. I might be on the lookout for more um, UFC Esports 4 things. So be on the lookout too. Peace.